Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. You want to talk back? You in the right place. So take a step back before I get all up in your face. I know you got to live. You know I got mine. But there's like 50 other dudes holding on the phone line. Your voice will be heard, sir. Next caller, please. And if I don't concur, we can agree to disagree. We're talking fantasy sports and Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Mr. FSP is as sick as a dog can be, but I'm still here. I want to thank my coworkers for giving me this great gift of this terrible cold during the Christmas season. If you can't tell, I'm hissing, I'm wheezing, all this other stuff, but I'm here. Excuse me. I'm here for you. You know why? Because Jerry... My main man, he's in hiding. I think he went to the witness protection program because he talked a great deal of smack last week and the week before last about how he would put me out of our fantasy playoffs, about how my teams were so bad that I didn't stand a chance. Well, you know what? I eliminated Jerry from our playoffs last week. And I beat him by 20 points. Yes, it's true. Jerry, the master tailor, was bested by Vic, Mr. FSP, to you. Now, he did have some points about the Yahoo team. I mean, we came out on a ball of fire. I mean, just killing nine straight wins. And then the injuries took place. Aaron Rodgers couldn't hit anybody. Well, Aaron Rodgers' receivers couldn't catch anything. And then, of course, Andrew Bug did die. However, I'm of leagues this year. And I have... Since Jerry's not here to talk about, you know, all that he could do or all that he did, I'm going to talk about all that I did and all that he could Now, I get it. It's holiday season. Not too many people are um, doing much other than relaxing right about now. And I understand that. I really do. But I got to do this show because I have been feeling miserable 
I mean miserable. Like my hair is going to explode. And I tried, you know, stuff I normally don't do. It's just ugh, terrible. I'm not going to mention it to people that I know passed one of their bugs on. I know they did. I'm not going to mention it. But I do know that they will get it back in spades come Monday. Oh, you can leave that. So anyway, um, we're also going to talk about uh, a, a big game. And last week I won again versus Jerry. Not in just fantasy, but uh, it was it was close. But the Redskins versus Buffalo, I said to myself, there's no way in the world the Redskins lose to every AFC East team. No way. No way. And should have beat Miami, but they didn't. The Jets was a game. I'm not sure what happened. Um, New England kind of figured it lose, especially um, with Kurt not being – the quarterback that I, I think he needs to be in order to compete against somebody like Tom Brady. But then the Buffalo Bills came to D.C. Yes, yes, yes. Gotta love it. Rex Ryan, I love you to death, brother. I really do. But thank you for having a team that could not pull through in the club. You made me $100. Thank you. And not only that, but the Redskins are in a prime position of controlling their own destiny at winning the NFC East, or least, as some people might say. And that brings me to game one of this week's schedule. Happening in a few hours, that's the Washington Redskins versus Philadelphia Eagles. I don't believe that DeMarco Murray is benched. I don't believe that ball. Last week was um, a big, big issue for me, especially um, for those that had DeMarco Murray. You know, some people have already dropped him. Some people have relegated him to fourth string, just like Chip Kelly did. I am one of those people. But some people figured, okay, well, this is a prime game for him to run the ball. I think he only played two snaps. What does that mean? In my opinion, and I'm sorry, I have this nasty cold. You got to forgive me, guys. But is wasting that big investment of Philadelphia's or he's saving them for this week? I I would think, because I don't think he's going to be a bad businessman, but he might be, that he's saving him for this game. Because if Philadelphia beats Washington, Philly controls their destiny. And in the first matchup, it was pretty apparent that um, it was going to be a tough game to begin with and uh, could run on that Washington Redskins Defense, four. 
the team's still struggling to figure out what they're going to do with themselves. Washington, that is. DeMarco Murray showing signs of of um, anxiousness, anger, because he's not getting the rock. In week four now, they give him the rock, and he does pretty well. Are not going to get the job done versus the Reds. Not to mention, Sam Bradford will probably be knocked around a lot in this game. Sneak on the ball. They also need to make sure that their defense is not on the football field as much as they normally are. Why? Because they're down to their fourth string quarterbacks who are starting. Maxwell is out. All that money to Maxwell, he's out. Uh, the other starting cornerback, he's out. The nickel cornerback, who's played a total of, I think, three games in a two-year career in the injured but playing. Fourth stringer. Fourth stringer is out there at corner. So who are you going to have covering the receivers when the Redskins go three wide, four wide? The linebackers can't stay with the speed of Washington. This will be the perfect opportunity for Kirk Cousins to push the ball down the field big time, spread them out, run the ball with uh, Morris and Jones, and then hit them over the top to Jackson, Garcon, Reed, and anybody else. So, you know, this is a great opportunity for the Washington Redskins to uh, close out the division and do what I did, put their enemy in their place and and show the world they might not be the best team, but they're better than their competitors, just like I was last week and I am, you know. So I want to put that out there. I want to put that out there. But I got two special guests coming on too and I'm sick as a dog so I'm glad they're coming on and I guess I have to show my co-host some respect because his mom is on the air with him so let me bring in my co-host my ace Merry Christmas Happy New Year to Jerry Taylor and uh, Mama Taylor and Mama Taylor has my respect and admiration for putting up with such a a self selfish individual I mean he just thinks he's the bomb he thinks he's the bomb. But, JT, what's going on? Hey, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Miss Taylor. <laughs> Thank you, and a happy, healthy New Year. Thank you. I need that healthy part. I definitely need that healthy part. I'm sick as I don't know what. Come on, you have to have the healthy part to, to appreciate the rest of it. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I appreciate your son because, you know, he talks a lot of uh, a mess. And rarely does he back it up, but I appreciate him as well. We always have to keep hope alive. <laughs> I have a hat. So we always have to keep hope alive. And blessings That's to right. all. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So, Mr. Taylor, how you doing? Bad. Yes, how you been, man? Man, my, my coworkers gave me this coal, and it hit really? on Christmas Eve. And it is... All right. All right. What'd you say? I'm sorry. 
No, no I, I right. don't want my mother normally leaves when I ha- start my show, so I don't need her. To, I don't want her to go anywhere yet. Hey, go ahead and do with your mom. You know, I can finish the show. I can finish well, the show you with your mom. Um, but uh, uh, that's okay. That's all right. I mean, she's she's going to stay here. So uh, I have um, uh, a couple more females that uh, that uh, will um, I say it like this, but occupy her time. So don't worry about it, man. We're, we're good. We're good. I just wanted to. Uh, um, have her give you uh, um, a season greetings and all because uh, she was here and she enjoys talking to you, even though I don't know why, but it, it is what it is. <laughs> your mom, your mom is great. Your mom is a saint. She's a saint. Uh, you have no idea. You when you say that, you have no idea. But you, uh, she definitely is. Trust me. Wonderful lady. Brilliant lady. I mean, she she gave birth to you. I mean, I don't know about that, but everything else, everything else, she sounds like a brilliant lady. You That's trust all me, I'm going to say. You have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, how you feeling, man? I, what, what's up with this? Uh, you you can't seem to keep healthy. What's up? What's going on? That uh, I, I, the environment that you're in can't uh, uh, is not um, uh, conducive to you, or what? What's up, what's going on with that? You seem like you you're always sick there. Man, my coworkers, they were sick, right? And mm-hmm. I, I sent them home. Some of them I couldn't send home because they had a lot of work they had to do. Right. And in return, they decided to make me ill. And <laughs> it hit me. It hit me on Christmas Eve. Oh, oh wow. Been, yes. Dude, I I smell like death. I feel like death. <laughs> and I've been hacking. Um, I've been doing all types of mess trying to feel better, and it, it's ridiculous how I feel. Ridiculous. Wow. And, uh, wow. That was a Christmas gift to you. Um, be no oh, I know. I know. <laughs> I know. But that's okay. That is okay. Because Monday, oh, yeah, there's going to be some physical activities going on in that building, and I promise <laughs> you I'm going to hack and cough on all of them. <laughs> I'm gonna let their New Year come in just like my Christmas came in. Terrible. Is that right? You know, I'm sorry yes. to hear that, man. I hope you, the rest of your family didn't, didn't didn't pay the price. Not yet. My wife says she's feeling a little sick, but uh, oh, she's in a different room. Yeah, I know. Okay. She's in a different room though, so I know she doesn't have what I have, but um, I don't want her to get sicker than what she already is. You know, well, that's so. A- that's that. Then you have an idea of how I felt last week, and I'm still haven't gotten completely over it. Um, but uh, I'm on the uh, mend compared to how I was last week when I was um, I was not a happy soul when, and sick. You know how guys get sick, man, and especially wives. It, it, I wouldn't say they over exaggerate, but guys are uh, are pitiful when they get sick. Well, you are. I'm not. Well, yeah, I am. I am. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> but so, I mean, I just wasn't as pitiful as as you were last week. You know, hey, I, I really admit it, man. I was pitiful. I was like, you know, give me any, any kind of um, sympathy that you want, because I'll, I'll gladly take it. Oh no, 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 no! I'm referring to your football analysis. And how uh, bad, uh, uh, you know, 
how bad that, you were and how right I was. Dude, I what, you, you were I right. eliminated you. I eliminated you. The Redskins won. From one league, you eliminated me. Hey, Victor, hey, hey. But you, you played you're that league, and that's what matters. That's what matters. You, you did. You you did. I, and it it is what it is. But there's other leagues that, oh, man, I got hammered in, in the guys with uh, big shoes. Oh, my God. Oh, I saw that. I saw oh that. My, oh, Cam my. Newton. Oh, my what? God. With Cam Newton, it was um, uh, David Johnson. The combination of David Johnson and Antonio Brown decided they wanted to go off on the same week. Oh, my God. Killed me. Absolutely killed me. So that's okay. It happens because I remember that's how I won my championship in that same league by hammering and having a heat score in the first week of a two-round playoff. And uh, it, it is what it is. So, Well, well the good news uh, is you have a, a second week in that league. And hopefully uh, you can bounce back. But it's going to be tough. Now, it, tough? Let me, let me tell you something. Uh, I'm down by in the first – First week I was down by like sixty points, and in that league, um, it's few and far between that um, players can make up the points. Can make up the points like that because oh, I know. Um, because it's not a PPR league, and it's purely um, points. It mainly relies on touchdowns for the most part. And when you get players like Antonio Brown and David Johnson, who went off completely, went off and gathered gathered uh, multiple touchdowns, it's extremely hard for your team to recover from that, uh, even though even if though it's a two-round playoff. So I knew it was over in that the first week when – because I've been through that. I, like I said, two years ago when I won that title and crown or whatever, I did that to the opponent I had. And I knew it was over the first week, so the second week was just emotions. And it's more or less um, – Turn around, turn about a fair play here, and uh, I'm just basically going through the motions. I know it was over the first week, so it is what it is. It happens. Um, like I said, uh, and I've said this multiple times, and you heard me say it, uh, part of it is skill and putting in players in the right place, and, and the other part is, is luck. And you got to have some skill and be able to put the players in the right place, and you got to have some luck that they're healthy and that um, players uh, – in one particular week, especially in the championship rounds, they go off. And if they go off, your opponent has no shot. And they went off. Well, Can I t- I'll tell you like this. Um, that leads to my argument against Jeff, as in having a traditional scoring league. I can't stand it because, like you said, you have no shot. No shot. But in a PPR, you could conceivably – have a shot at coming back and winning uh, the title in that mm-hmm. league if it were PPR. Um, right. And that's – and I, I love high scores. I love them because it says, well, you know what? It, it's going to be tough to beat me week to week or for me to beat you week to week because we all have a, a, a pretty much a legitimate chance of, mm-hmm. of getting out there. If you have a decent quarterback – and you have nice running backs, you're good. If you have nice uh, running backs and a quarterback, then, yeah, okay, pretty much academic. But 
I got to tell you, it's just like, you know, when I beat you by 20 this week, mm-hmm. I was like, Megatron is not going to get him 20 points, 21 points. He's not. It, 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 was, a, it was a possibility, especially with the matchup. And I, I yeah. well, let me put it this way. I wasn't expecting Megatron to only have one catch in 19, for 19 yards. There was no way I was expecting that against uh, going in, in a dome stadium against New Orleans, one of the worst defenses, if not the worst defense in the league. And uh, with Matt Stafford, who's been hot, going against and having his main receiver only catch one pass for 19 yards. It was, well, like, unheard of. I and agree. He did it I agree. And that was back-to-back weeks, because the week before that was happening. So I think, well, it ain't going to happen back-to-back weeks, and it did. So it is what it is. That's what I'm saying. You put the players in place, and you're going to have got to have some little bit of luck. And my luck ran out uh, last week. What can I tell you? It happens. Well, you beat me fair and square. You you shut my mouth in that league, and I'm telling you, you shut my league. You shut my mouth. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Now put some soap in it, Ralphie. But no, um, to to talk about that point about uh, Megatron. Uh, sorry. I understand, I understand, man. I was like that last week. I understand. Man, Trust me. This is this oh, is killing me. Mm-hmm. Um, what I would say is, um, Brandon Browner has always played uh, Calvin very well because they they match up in size and physicality. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, um, and and I was worried. I really was. I was like. Well, he'll get maybe five catches, maybe 60 yards, but that's not going to be enough for him to beat me. Talking about you and and, uh, Megatron. I understand that. But when I saw, you know, how it was going, I was like, oh, this this is a wrap. He's going to everybody but Megatron. But Megatron, exactly. And that's that's what was pretty uh, uh, unlucky there. Um, I I couldn't believe that. I couldn't believe it didn't match up like that. Well, Ebron, Eric Ebron took advantage of, of all of that. He he literally did. And that would be right. the guy that I would pick up if I was in a fantasy league uh, mm-hmm. looking for a tight end right now. But let's let's keep moving on what I was talking about before I, I brought you and your mom on. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was saying that I don't understand why Chip Kelly uh, did not run um, DeMarco Murray but two times last week. And since he did that, it has to be that he's saving them for this week because if they win this game, they control their own fate and destiny. But if they um, – there was no really big news or, or big chance of them doing anything last week, so Murray stayed on the sideline. Um, and I was pointing out the fact that Phil's down to fourth-string quarterbacks, and it's a prime opportunity for uh, Kirk Cousins to push the ball down the field if the Redskins decide to spread Philly out, run the ball, and then go over the top to Reed, Jackson, Garcon, and anybody else they want to throw the ball to. Um, and, again, that game happens in a few hours. Uh, mm-hmm. And Kirk Cousins literally has a good shot here at being a, a fantasy stud again in this mm-hmm. final week. And I'm in, uh, I think, five title games this week, and I'm in the hunt for two of them. Because, uh, excuse me, they the, the championship game is in week seventeen, in a couple other leagues, but uh, that that was my analysis of the Philly Washington game. So I'll let you give your analysis, and then we'll go to the next game. 
This is this is. I'm watching. I don't think. I think. Let me put it this way. This is what I think about Demarco Murray. I dropped him in one league, and, and I think it was in the championship round of the of the, of the uh, uh, Parlay Palace. If I'm not mistaken. I forget what league. I, I think I dropped him in that league because I don't. I, I don't think Demarco Murray is going to be used anymore this year. And if he is, it's going to be used sparingly. And I, I got to believe this. As a, a contrasting style of, of uh, way Murray runs and what Chip Kelly is looking for, uh, and, and the cheap uh, salary that DeMarco has, I think, what, is he getting $7 million a year or something like that? Am I right about that? That isn't, that isn't cheap, but yeah. For a running back, I think that's cheap, especially if it's supposed to be a top-flight running back who, who had the rushing title the year before. I, I think that's really very cheap for a running back. And well, Matthews is getting paid less and running more. Okay, he's getting pet, getting getting pet, paid less than than that the salary I, I just put out there seven million dollars. I don't I'm exactly yes. sure what salary is. The reason I'm saying this is this: I think he's on the outs, believe it or not, in Philly, and I think they're going to use him as a bargaining as a trade chip on the in the off season. I really believe he will not be there in Philly next year. Um. It's, a, it's obvious that he doesn't fit any kind of um, running scenario with Chip Kelly. I think Ryan Matthews is going to be used extensively next year. Maybe they bring in somebody else besides Sproles and Matthews. But I got to believe um, that he's he's going to be moved to another team in the offseason for a draft pick or, or, or something like that because uh, – <clears throat> It's like to me, it's Chip Kelly and his system uh, obviously is like oil and water with the Marker Murray. So um, I don't think he's going to be used that much. I'd be extremely surprised if he's used that much at all the rest of the year. It's it, it, it's Ryan Matthews as long as he stays healthy and Darren Sproles show. That's it. Um, obviously, those two guys fit better than what the um, the Marker Murray has and his attitude and. Um, I think uh, he's he's not he's not he's not going to be there next year for Philly. I don't I really don't think so. Well, that goes against Kelly said Shady go. Shady is the same thing as Ryan Matthews. I'm not I'm not joking when I say this. Shady could run in between the tackles, but he was more of an outside runner. Um, Matthews is in between the tackles, but he can hit that outside run from time to time. Excuse me. But at the same time, uh, Matthews can't stay healthy. Shane has had some issues lately, but not a history of it. It's all about the money. Yes, yeah, all about it's the all money. You're right. You're right. All about the money. You got Ryan, Ryan Matthews on the cheap. He got uh, Demarco uh, Demarco Murray uh, cheaper than he than uh, they would have had uh, uh, Lashawn McCoy. So uh, just look at it. They're going to get a probably a running back um, in the draft, wherever they draft. He's probably going to go after another running back in the draft and use Ryan Matthews and Jaron Sproles next year and move DeMarco Murray to a team that needs their running back. That, who, well, that And I think that's going to happen. And I have a perfect candidate for it. Um, that's what I was going to ask. Want, that's exactly what I was going to ask. I have a perfect candidate for it. Uh, for a running back that they need is a one-cut runner 
um, and, and and go in his zone scheme. God perfect. Boy, he's, he's perfect. Perfect. Absolutely perfect scenario to grab a to grab a running back that uh, is a one cut runner in his zone scheme and go, uh, and w- because they they're going to need a running back. So and I'm talking about the Houston Texans. You know what I'm talking about that. So yes, that's one. That's one of a few teams that could use Demarco Murray. He doesn't fit. You know he doesn't fit Chip Kelly. It's obvious. It's been obvious for for several weeks. Him. And uh, the uh, obvious thing they can do is move him for draft picks or whatever else they can get for him. Terrible. Terrible, terrible, terrible homer. But I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. All right, so and, you and got one in the game. Let me ask you something. You don't you don't think that, that would that would that's a good scenario to go to? Oh yeah, it is. It is. Okay. Um okay. and and you bring back Arian Foster as a supplement. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Sorry. And since they run the ball so much, both of them will get the rock at least 15 times a game. Now, will that affect their ability to be effective in fantasy? I think so. But uh, you bring back uh, Arian Foster because you already paid him. And uh, Alfred Blue has proven he can't do it. Uh, Grimes and all those other guys can't do it, so it's not a bad idea. But who do you have winning this game? Who do I have winning this? Oh my God, man! This is this is a real tough game. You got a team that's what won one game on the road, um, and, and uh, one one and five on, on fire, the road. Though. They're on fire though. One and five on the road though. That's just it. Kurt, Kurt Cousins has a. Uh, a huge difference between what he does on the road versus what he does uh, at home. They're playing uh, a division rival where the Redskins won only twenty-three to twenty at home, uh, and and uh, both these teams need this game extremely uh, badly, really very badly. Um, I got to go to Washington because they're the hotter of the two teams. Um, and uh, I think that Washington does about the same thing they did last time. Uh, wins this about three or four points and comes out to win and wins the division. I know you're happy to hear that. You would think I was going to go with the uh, 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 Eagles, but I think the Redskins and Kirk Cousins, even though you you and who, a lot of other um, Redskins fans don't like Kirk Cousins, but I think Kirk Cousins does enough to win this game. Oh, I didn't tell you that. Because if you remember when we drafted him, if you remember when we did the show, I said, um, you know, I like that we got Kirk Cuts. But then uh, when I realized that uh, that uh, Russell Wilson had not been taken, I said I wish we would have got Russell Wilson over Kirk. But I said that Kirk would be a good pickup. Um, now, his development into the NFL has been quite different than what I thought it would be. Um but it is what it is, you know. Um, as I posted on my Facebook page, he's no Joey T, meaning Joe Theismann, but uh, he can steer us in the right direction, you know, and get us into the playoffs. And it looks like we'll play Seattle or Minnesota, most likely Seattle, though. Um, you know, it, it it could be another rematch, and then it'll be can Kurt beat Seattle since Robert couldn't. I can see that happening me- all day. 
let me ask you something. I I, I was with, down in Delaware with my three sons, one of them being a um, Redskins fan, and I asked him this question because he's not a Kirk Cousins fan at all, even though he's playing well. He thinks Kirk Cousins has reached his ceiling, um, and, and not not this is not his floor. This is probably the best you'll see Kirk Cousins play. Um, Agree. Uh, you think he doesn't have any higher ceiling than what he's playing right now? I do not. Um, because I look at the team that he has. He has very capable receivers. Mm-hmm. He has a, um, a a pair of solid running backs. Now, his offensive line is young and shaky. Got it. But they're good enough. Um, he's a dink and dunker. He is, at best, in my opinion, at best, a upgrade of Alex Smith. Um, and the reason why I say that is because he makes some of the same decisions as Alex Smith, which is they're good decisions, but they're not good enough to take you to the next level. Um, and that's the reason why Alex Smith is never going to be a Super Bowl champion, in my opinion. He'll get you close, but until you get that guy that can rip it down the field, you know, and take more chances, you're not going to be that um, elite quarterback or go beyond what you your um, your potential is supposed to be. Um, I like Kurt, I really do, but I do believe that his his level of play is somewhat uh, plat. I can agree with your son on that. Now, can he maintain this for the next seven weeks? Probably, probably, because the team is finding a way to get things done. The defense is keeping them in games. You know, the play calling, the play calling is vastly different, dude, vastly different. Um, And that's the big, that's the big thing. Vastly different from what? RG3 had from earlier on in the season, because earlier on in the season, well, listen, listen, listen. Earlier on the season, it was okay. We're going to run the ball and not let it. Now, now it's okay. We're going to run the ball and we're going to let you take some shots. Earlier on the season, it was, it was less and less about what he could do or what he is able to do on the lines of allowing you to do. Now, it's more on the lines of, okay, well, you know what? I'm going to loosen up the reins a little bit. And he's shown that, yes, he can do certain things, but no, I don't think he's uh, gotten to the point where I, I, I'm comfortable saying that he's going to improve much more than what he already has. I don't think if the Redskins re-sign him, it's going to be at a bargain basement price. He is not a $20 million quarterback. No way. No way. But that's if they franchise him, that's what he becomes, a $20 million a year quarterback. Um, nobody's going to pay him that type of money. Nobody. So we'll see what happens. But you don't rip up the mold and start again if you have somebody in place that can, uh, uh, excuse me, continue the work that you've already started. Now, what type of money do you pay him then? Because they're going to go draft a quarterback. They have to. 
but but who and and what do you do? But anyway, let's move on because we got a lot of games to cover and not that much time. Um, okay. Carolina goes to Atlanta. Uh, is rumored that Merton Hankerson, not Merton Hankerson. Um, oh my goodness, Leonard Hankerson, uh, who recently got cut by the Patriots, is headed back to Atlanta, and they de- desperately need him actually. Um, but in this game, it could be one of those, you know, Carolina's looking past Atlanta and they got to play them twice. Carolina has to play Atlanta twice. I'm going to say, say again, they played them once. This is the second time. The second time. Okay. Well, this is the time I think, um, two, two weeks ago. Okay. Unfortunately, and I'm going to call it, I think this is the game that Carolina loses. Um, now, fantasy-wise, Cam's going to find his people. He's going to find his people. Um, surprisingly, these guys are catching the ball. That's all he needed. He just needed somebody to catch the ball, and they're doing that. Ted Ginn Jr., he's dropping some, but he's catching most. Um, Devin Funches is getting like three targets a game. Greg Olson is the mainstay. Uh, Jonathan Stewart isn't He might last week, and you're going But, but with all the intimidation and, and what happened with New York last week, I think Atlanta has a better skill set of people to uh, put up more points than Eli. And uh, Beckham did. Now, to me, that means that Roddy White has got to get involved. He's got to. Uh, Devontae Freeman, he's got to come out of witness protection, even though it's going to be tough to do it against this hard uh, run defense. It's going to be hard to do it against the Carolina run defense. Very hard. Um, But it can happen. Julio Jones can make Norman look really bad. But Norman is a really, really tough cornerback. Um, as I said, I think Atlanta, this is the, the one game that I see Carolina losing. If they're going to lose this year in the regular season, this is the one game they'll lose. And I'm going to call it right now, Atlanta upsets Carolina uh, 21-17. Um, unfortunately, all those banking on um, on Cam getting them another 50 points this year or in this game in their championship, I don't think it's going to happen. It might, but I don't think it's going to happen. Go ahead, JT. No way. No how. The scenario I can see Atlanta losing to one of their hated rivals. If you thought Carolina disliked New Orleans or Tampa Bay, this take, cranks it up that much more. You got to think here, Atlanta and Carolina, two southern states, two division rivals. Um, the the intensity of the dislike between these two teams gets jacked up um, more uh, because these two teams, for the most part, uh, New Orleans jumps in there too, but these two teams, for the most part, um, over the last two seasons, maybe three seasons, have been vying for the division crown do not like each other, and 
they're going to ride, try to rack up the points as much as possible, especially this year, being that the uh, Carolina Panthers are trying to go back to back and win the division, and their um, the uh, uh, Falcons are um, weakened, and Carolina wants to take advantage of that, especially um, with a chance for them to go undefeated for the whole regular season. One stepping stone um, they have is uh, the Carol uh, the Atlanta Falcons, and I can't see them losing this at all. At all, uh, I think they win this easily, cover the point spread, and uh, win this easily um, against Matt Ryan and company. The only one I can see doing halfway decent here is probably Devontae Freeman. Um, the shutdown of the wide receivers, uh, only points I see them getting is in PPR, accumulating enough targets to accumulate enough receptions and accumulating enough yards, but not getting into the end zone. For Atlanta to be relevant uh, in uh, in beating Carolina, I like Carolina to win this big time. Well, I just want to point out at the beginning, you said you see you saw no way that uh, Atlanta would lose it. Just want to point that out. I think because you're eating something, I I kind of like Carolina. Lost, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I understand your side trap. You're feeding your face. All right, to a game. On the outside, that looks like, oh, wow, well, why are we going to even talk about it? Pittsburgh goes to Baltimore. Now, I don't know what happened. Well, yeah. I don't know what happened to Aiken last week, but he came out of nowhere and put up some huge numbers last week. Also, Buck Allen was benched. Now, Harbaugh said, well, no way, shape, or form is Buck, you know, out of the running back pitcher. But at the same time, he killed a lot of us in fantasy last week by benching him because he fumbled. Um, I'm not going to put my faith in him again. Not this week. Not against Pittsburgh. Even though Pittsburgh gives me a great um, excuse me, opportunity to get some good run yards and, and catch yards, uh, run after the catch yards, Matt Schaub will chuck it down to him a few times and get him some good PPR points. But... Hmm, Pittsburgh is is on a roll. They are hot. Martavius Bryant, um, Antonio Brown. Uh, what's the other cat name? Uh, Wheaton. Wheaton's coming out of nowhere. D'Angelo Williams. Pittsburgh is is wooey. They are uh, smoking right now. And the you know the good thing. Pittsburgh all I have to do is run out, and they're in the playoffs. Pittsburgh, Kansas City, and the Jets end up with the same record. All of them, like 11-5, the Jets are out. And with the toughest schedule remaining, the Jets, it looks like they're on the outside looking in. But Pittsburgh has a, a goal of a game here, but it's in Baltimore. Don't let it be fooled. Sorry, Baltimore's defense isn't that bad. It's their offense. I see Pittsburgh coming out, spreading the ball, throwing like tons of yardage in this game, um, getting tons of stuff going on in this game for, for the offense. So for a championship game in your fantasy or, you know, a game before your championship, anybody you have on Pittsburgh, great opportunity here. Great opportunity to rack up points. Uh, I'm picking Pittsburgh to win, JT. Pittsburgh. 
and Baltimore are one and five. Pittsburgh being, I mean, Baltimore being five, Pittsburgh being number one in preventing fantasy points in the uh, running back position. You can't run the ball against these two teams. At least you can, but you have a difficulty. Your numbers are <clears throat> depleted in, or, um, in the running game. So what's that tell you? And it's 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 it's, it, it's inducive in, on both these teams that you can pass. Uh, so the quarterback and the uh, wide receivers, and especially in the tight in tight ends, um, can can you know, rack up fantasy points in the um, and be effective in the uh, passing game. This is going to be a passing um, football game. And who's going to benefit from that? Well, you named them. Marcus Wheaton, Latavius Bryant, um, and, um, and Antonio Brown going against the uh, Baltimore secondary. Um, more weapons, uh, and including the running back in the passing game and, and the tight end in the passing game, especially for Pittsburgh. I'll say this, and I keep saying this, nobody, absolutely nobody this time of year, and more likely they'll make the playoffs, wants to play the Pittsburgh Steelers. With that arsenal on the offensive side of the ball, with their defense getting better each week, even though their weakness is in the passing game, nobody wants to play the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, I see them, and I'll say it now, I see them going to the Super Bowl unless they have a catastrophic injury in the passing game. I see them going to the Super Bowl because nobody wants to play them at all. Wow. Um, and I don't think think Baltimore has a snowball's chance in you know where um, to beat in Pittsburgh in this game. I know it's a division game. I know it's in Baltimore. Uh, and they, these two teams do not le- like each other. Just like I talked about uh, Atlanta and Carolina, uh, if one of them is showing a weakness, the other is going to exploit it and try to exploit it to the utmost and rub it in their face. This is the same way I'm telling you about this matchup. Baltimore has got a lot of weaknesses on their team, very vulnerable. And Pittsburgh, as much as these two t- dislike each other, is going to try to rub it in their face as much as they can. And I see Pittsburgh winning this handily, handily in this game. Okay, let's move on to Dallas at Buffalo. Um, my issue is this. Only one team has lost to Dallas without Tony Romo, and we don't need to mention who that team is. Tyrod Taylor is going to – shut up. Tyrod Taylor is going into this game with a depleted sec, um, set of receivers. Um, Carlos Williams looks like he's going to be the starting running back. Um, Shady's done for the season, and the secondary of uh, Buffalo just—I guess they decided, you know what? Why play football? Yep. Um, unfor- unfortunately, unfortunately, Dallas can't do much about it because you know I know Matt Castle isn't starting, so I don't think he is. You have the young kid. Uh, there was at Boise State, then drafted by Detroit, and now he's in Dallas. Can't remember his name. Kellen, Kellen Moore, who looks like he could be the future for Dallas. Tall, lanky, a left-hander. Um, already knows the offense. 
So they might not have to go out and get Robert Griffin III or, or Johnny Menzel next year. And by the way, did you like my Dallas Cowboy cheerleader picture? I just thought I'd throw that yeah. out there. Yes, um, I did. And I know you, I I know you, you did. did. Smile from ear to ear. Couldn't see if uh, eyes because you were smiling so much. Hey, don't hate on me. Don't <laughs> I'm not hate hating. on me. I'm, I'm jealous. <laughs> yeah, yay. Pushing rhymes like weight. Anyway, um, so, you know, um, the, the Cowboys are not in a position, in my opinion, to uh, to do well. But if Kellen Moore can be poised in the pocket, I think they have a chance of winning this game. I really do. I think that um, even though the, the the Bills are playing at home and the weather's going to be kind of bad, um, that they can't – I don't know. I, I just don't think that – Buffalo can can pull it out. Now I'm gonna hand it over to you, and and give Dallas the victory, and uh, give them some fantasy tidbits. Uh, the tidbits I give out is on Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Master Plan. What I'm going to give out is is I think Buffalo wins this. You know what? Um, I said this to someone to. I've been thinking about this for a few weeks now. And it's it's obviously, um, I think I'm right about this. It happened. You could see the handwriting on the wall when he left New York uh, Jets and he went to the Buffalo Bills. And now I got to believe it that talking about a guy who's overrated, Rex Ryan is overrated. No, is Rex Ryan is overrated. Listen to what I'm, listen to listen to what my my theory here. Oh, my analysis here. If you look at the last few years that the New York Jets um, under Rex Ryan and its, and its supposedly vaunted um, defense, um, they were relatively good, stiff against the running uh, and weak against the pass. His first year in Buffalo, it's carried over, decent against the run, and get, can get torched in the passing game. I think his defense has um, – his defensive style or philosophy has uh, uh, been exposed, and that's why um, over the last three years – and it's not just one year, not this year. It's over the last three years, his defenses have been able to get passed on um, consistently and getting torched consistently. If you have an able quarterback – that can get the ball down the field so with some halfway decent receivers, you can beat the Jet. I mean, beat the Buffalo Bills, and that's what's happening. Uh, but I, because Dallas is so inept, uh, and on especially on the offensive side of the ball, even though Keller Moore's young quarterback, this is going to be his first start against a decent defense. Uh, I still like Buffalo to win this. Um, I don't think Dallas has a snowball chance again. A snowball chance in, in beating Buffalo in Be- Buffalo with a quarterback going with his uh, officially with his first uh, NFL start. Not a strong arm, and um, he's got limited weapons. Deads may not play. Beasley is questionable because of knee and illness. Um, I, I can't believe that Darren McFadden is going to be able to do anything effective when they're going to stack the box and try to uh, look for the quarterback, Kellen Moore to 
to beat the Buffalo Bills. It's not going to happen. I like Buffalo. All right. San Fran goes to Detroit. Um, again, in my opinion, this game is one of those, I'm glad I have a championship going on this week or I'm going <laughs> to the championship because Matt Stafford and Tate and Ebron and uh could do some big, big damage at home versus the 49ers. Now, listen, Anquan could also do some damage, too. After he's been complaining on the sideline, he's seen a lot more targets, but no end zone. Um, San Fran is, is a mess. Uh, they're definitely going to draft a quarterback uh, with the first pick to get the first pick. I think they should. Uh, but, again, do you want to go get the kid out of Clemson who's a Colin Kaepernick-type quarterback, but just a little bit more accurate? I don't know. Do you want to get a tall, lanky quarterback like Blaine Gabbard who might not pan out? I don't know. I don't know where San Fran, you know, goes in the draft. However, in this game, Golden Tate's going to have a good time. Matt Stafford's going to have a good time. Abdul is going to have a good time. So, <coughs> sorry, Jerry. It's okay. Don't be sorry, man. Do what you got to do. I understand. Try. Told you I understand. Um, so, fantasy-wise. So, trust me. I understand. I feel you, bro. So, I, I do. I, I feel you. I feel your pain. Don't want it, but I feel your pain. <laughs> I don't want it either. But, uh, <laughs> this is a fantasy playoffs uh, matchup that could help pretty much anybody. So, again, Pittsburgh is a – Baltimore is a game that you want to have some of your fantasy studs in for this championship run. San Fran versus Detroit is another. And it's obvious I'm going to pick Detroit. Caldwell's job is safe. Megatron's going to be traded. I believe so. Uh, now, what does that mean for the rest of this, this season? I don't think they're going to feature him that much because they don't want to get him damaged. And because uh, if you get him damaged, you can't get any value for him. He is up there in age for a wide receiver. But I would love – well, no, I can't say that because they'd ask for an arm and a leg for Megatron. But uh, I don't know. I don't know where he goes. But I know one thing. If you have him in this week's uh, fantasy matchup, you might not want to play him. You might not. The reason is because I don't think Megatron is going to be that effective against this 49er defense. Everybody else will be. LeBron for sure. Uh, Tate for sure. But I don't know. I'm going to pick Detroit to win this game big time. And, again, fantasy goodness for your playoffs in this game. JT. This is this is easy. Um, Blaine Gabbert has reverted back to being Blaine Gabbert. So, don't expect anything from uh, 
I'm, I'll be surprised if they gather one touchdown. No, two touch, two touchdowns because the last five weeks, Blaine Gabbert is on a five game, uh, a five game streak of one touchdown a game, uh, and that's what I see him doing here. One touchdown. So, field goal kicker may be busy, but and it's not going to be enough for a, a Detroit team that's been racking up some points. Uh, and this is at home, uh, playing for pride, trying to at least get to seven and nine. And they're five at nine now. Uh, the last two wins will give them at least seven and nine, something respectable. Even though they're three and four at home, you're going up against a team that's one and six on the road in, in the San Francisco 49ers. Um, all day, every day, I like Detroit. <clears throat> Let's keep it going. Cleveland at Kansas City. Uh, Menzel makes another start, but uh, I'm not sure if the two players for Cleveland that uh, have been so they're not going to play this week are going to be of any impact for the Browns. But over Christmas, apparently there was a, some type of traffic stop or issue, and uh, mm-hmm. two players – you know what I'm, do you know what I'm talking about, Jerry? Uh, yes. Keep talking, and I'll bring him up. Okay. Well, I don't know what effect that's going to have on Mizell and the uh, Browns, but that first drive that the Browns had versus Seattle in Seattle was a very good drive. They actually got seven off of it, and then Seattle came to play. Here's the deal. Kansas City at home in the winter you have little to no chance if you're a great team. If you're the Browns, you have no chance in hell, in my opinion, to beat Kansas City at home in December. Um, now, last week, I mean, it's a, it's a streak now. Alex Smith threw another touchdown to another receiver. How does it be the same receiver in Jeremy Macklin, but it was a touchdown. Uh, Khalees uh, or Kelsey has fallen off. I know he's been nicked up a little bit, but uh, he came out a house of fire and fantasy and since has not done so much, but I think this is a game that he stands shot. Um, Carlos Dan is a good uh, linebacker, but him one-on-one with uh, Kelsey, I think Kelsey has the the better of the two. With that being said, Cleveland at home, I mean, Cleveland on the road at Kansas City. Kansas City wins this game. Uh, fantasy value, I don't see much. Um, you know what? I'm even, he could do well. West could do well. But I'm going to bank on it. Um, Cleveland isn't that bad at stopping the run, but they are bad at it. Uh, but I don't know. I think Kansas City does well and wins this game, but I don't see too much fantasy value for your playoffs in this game. Go ahead, JT. All right. The two guys we're talking about are um, are Monty Bryant and DeAnte Saunders. Uh, One's a – has been playing a linebacker, Monty Bryant, um, and, like I said, the cornerback, DeAnte Saunders, uh, were arrested for DUI early Christmas morning. Um, and they also had uh, <clears throat> a gun in Adderall, a uh, prescription of Adderall in any uh, – they were in possession of Adderall, I should say. Uh, the um, 
One of them is, is inactive, didn't travel with the team, probably both of them, I would say. Uh, Monte is inactive and uh, didn't travel to Kansas City for, with, with the team. Uh, so one plays on a consistent basis, the other one doesn't. I don't think it's going to make too much of a difference. Um, the uh, Chiefs are on a, a eight-game, seven-game uh, winning streak or something like that, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. And yep. They're on a roll. Uh, and Cleveland is in the middle of that roll and is going to get rolled over, plain and simple. Kansas City easy in Kansas City. All right. Now for a, a matchup where I'm going to tell you, if you need a defense for your fantasy championship or game before it, this is the, this is the matchup to get. Indianapolis takes on Miami. Charlie Whitehurst is supposed to start this game for Indianapolis. To say anything else, you play Miami's defense here. Um, but on the flip side of that, some guys that really flamed out this year because Andrew Luck has not been there, T.Y. Hilton. Uh, nothing more than a maybe three or four guy right now, to be honest with you, because he runs the nine route, and they can't give him the ball. Moncrief had a good game last week, but too inconsistent. Andre yep. Johnson, one good game this whole season. That was when he played against Houston. Yep. Uh, that's because Hasselback targeted him. Frank Gore has been – he could have had a, a spectacular season in Indy, but they didn't run the ball enough. Uh, and this isn't the week you want to run him. Uh, but you might have to, just to save face. Flip side, and this is in Miami, by the way. In Dominican Sioux – Highest paid player in the NFL. I can't blame Indominican Sue for the woes of the defense. I can't. Because Indominican Sue's getting double team and triple team. The other players have got to beat their single, uh, their man on man uh, assignments. They have to. If Sue's going to take on two and three players all the time, somebody has to win their assignment. Uh, with that being said, I do like Landry in this game. Even though I don't like Tannenhill, I do like Landry. Um, Lamar Miller, he's been in witness protection for the past couple weeks. Could this be a game for him to break out? No. No, because I don't think they're going to attack in the run game as much. Now, yes, Miami does run the ball a lot now that they have the interim coach. Got it. But they won't need to in this game. They won't. Vontae Davis getting beat up. The other quarterbacks getting beat up. Free safety, strong safety getting beat up. This should be a game where Miami decides to throw the ball around, and they should be fairly successful at it. Uh, Jordan Cameron, averaging like 34 yards a game. Terrible in Miami right now. But this could be a game where he comes out and gets in the end zone. Uh, again, this is a, the defense, Miami's defense, that I would play this week in my championship or game leading to my championship, fantasy-wise. JT. Uh, I, this is this this game, man. <clears throat> Two teams um, – that are basically lost seasons, relatively the same 
um, records, Colts six and eight, the uh, Dolphins five and nine, and uh, each went with their own specific uh, issues on their team, uh, whether it's coaching or um, personnel. I got to go with um, with the Ryan Tannehill led uh, Miami Dolphins versus the Indianapolis Colts, and if Charlie Whitehurst plays, that's a no-brainer to me. All right. Jets hosting New England. Now, Edelman's out. Amendola's out. Blunt is out. Steven Jackson has been signed. Um, Brandon LaFell needs to step up, in, in my opinion. Gronk is going to be there. Gronk is going to get his touches, da-da-da-da-da. But this is a game that the Jets need. And New England, hmm, they don't need it but would like it because it's a division game. But with their offense being depleted, I see this as a very run-heavy game. Run-heavy, period. Uh, The Jets are going to, you know, blitz and blitz and blitz. But... You know, Tom Brady might pick it off. He might not pick it off, but he might, you know, throw it to the open person because they're going to, you know, be blitzing so much. But at the same time, the Jets need to find a way to get the ball to Marshall, to Decker. Uh, let Bilal Powell do his thing. Let Chris Ivory just run the rock. This should be a very dull game. It should be. Now, with all the, the players missing for New England, I shouldn't go against them, but I am because the force has awakened in me. I'm going to go with the Jets. JT. Really? <clears throat> A lot of injuries They uh, on the NFL. I think it was on the NFL Network or either the NFL Network or uh, <clears throat> I forget what network had the list of the amount of players, whether they were um, injured uh or injured and on the IR that the New England Patriots have uh, going into MetLife Stadium to play a healthy New York Jets team, uh, and the and the Jets rolling right now for for all intents and purposes, playing pretty well with some from very good uh, wide receiver uh, wide receiver combination of um, Decker and Marshall, and being able to run the ball with uh, Chris Ivory and also Bilal Powell coming out of there. Uh, also, uh, I got to believe that if not this time, when? That the Jets won't beat the New England Patriots. Uh, I don't know if uh, uh, this is not, this is a better time than any, but I got to believe, and, and it's not because I'm a former Jet fan. It's, it's not that. But from what I'm seeing, uh, I know it's Tom Brady, and it, it, Belichick always seems to find a way to beat the Jets. Um, but this is a Todd Bowles um, coach team with a little di- different swag and, and attitude and, and uh, ability. And I got to believe that the Jets come out of here uh, with a win in MetLife. Patriots won a week 7, 30, 23. I got to believe it's going to be a reversal of fortune here. Uh, I'm not saying the exact same score, but I'm just saying the Jets uh, win this at all right, I'm going to skip over Chicago, Tampa, Houston, Tennessee, Jacksonville, New Orleans. I'm skipping over them. So, 
Sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen, but really no relevance other than you, you might have some fantasy plays in there that could help you, but I don't think Will Drew Brees is nicked up, but he's going to play, so that tells me he's going to throw all over Jacksonville. T.J. Yeldon is out again, or supposedly oh. going to be out again. He's out. So He's out. So, you know, Denard Jackson, or uh, Denard Robinson, sorry, um, I'm not going to take my chances on him like I did uh, last week um, where I barely beat JT, even though TJH only got me like .8 and I still won. Um, yep. But mm-hmm. uh, Alan Hearns and Robinson should have a good game in that game. Fantasy Ooh. goodness Ooh. there. Ooh. Robinson and Hearns. Really? You, you, I think you, you so. Pump- you're pumping up those guys over uh, Emmanuel Sanders? Really? No, I'm not. No, no, I'm not. Not over Emmanuel Sanders. Emmanuel Sanders, <laughs> you know, did the damn thing last week. 181. Mm-hmm. But anyway, mm-hmm. in that particular game versus New Orleans, I'm saying. Um, but anyway. Uh, Let me ask you really... real quick on that, on one of the Allens that you talked about. What's your thoughts on Allen Robinson? not get invited to the Pro Bowl? I think it's based upon who he plays for. I really do. Nobody knows Jacksonville. They're not a big market. They're not that good. They're going to be better next year. They're going to be better next year. I think it's because people don't know who he is. Even though he had a Pro Bowl-type season and and, um, uh, um, definitely outplayed Calvin Johnson uh, for one. And I'm trying to think who yeah. else he up and, and didn't get picked. Wow. Okay. I'm well, here's saying. the deal. I, I mean, if you want to know the truth, I, I, I'll tell you like this. He won't even be in the top 100. The players in the NFL are not going to put him in the top 100. Wow. So, I mean, that will explain a lot. Good guy. think he can do it. I think he's a, a very talented player. But he won't make the top 100 this year. At least I don't think so. Wow. Green Bay goes to Arizona. Arizona loses um, Tyron Matthew for the remainder of the season. Big loss. Um, Yeah, big, big loss. Big loss. Um, And he could have been very – he could have been utilized very well in this game. Uh, But the problem is – Aaron Rodgers' receivers can't hold on to the ball. They can't. I don't know what it is. They just can't hold on to the ball. Eddie Lacy, good week one week, not so good the next. You know, James Starks, he gets in and he does what he can do. Um, Green Bay's defense isn't too bad, but it's not that good either. Uh, You're going against Arizona at home who's on a roll right now. They had the young rookie get three touchdowns last week. Three. Larry Fitz and Floyd didn't contribute that much, but they did just enough. Um, Against this Green Bay secondary, I think they'll do a lot better, even though Carson has a jacked-up index finger. I think he's going to tape it and, uh, you know, spin the ball a little bit differently, but he's going to do well. Um. The problem here is both teams need this win. Yes, Arizona has already wrapped up the AFC West, but they want that number two seed. 
Green Bay could get the number two seed uh, if they win and win out. Uh, I don't think it's going to happen, but uh, we'll see. This is a game that I think is going to be a very entertaining game. Uh, it's a 425, one of the late games, and uh, it could have been shifted to the Sunday night game, in my opinion, because it has that big of an implication. Um, but I don't know who to pick, to be honest, just to be honest. Uh, Aaron Rodgers gives a blitzing defense fits, and that's what Arizona does. They blitz, blitz, blitz. Um, Fantasy-wise, as I said, Fitzgerald, Floyd, that should be pretty good for them. This That should be uh, a, a good matchup. But Aaron Rodgers, I just don't know, man. I just don't know. Not this year. Can't give you any answers. Once Jordy Nelson comes back, then we'll have something else to talk about. But right now, I gotta I gotta go with Arizona to win at home and uh, in a close close game. A field goal decides this game. That's what I have. Go ahead, JT. Run game for Green Bay is non-existent on the road. Aaron Rodgers has been struggling trying to get the um, um, ball to his receivers. And even when he does, just like Victor said, they seem to have uh, um, stone hands versus uh, soft hands to catch the football and puts uh, the uh, Green Bay Packers in bad positions and down in distance. So what, I got, what I'm saying is this, Arizona easily against the Green Bay Packers. Arizona um, puts the pressure on Aaron Rodgers, who won't be effective, hasn't been effective in the last several games over the last five weeks. He's only had one game with more than 220 yards. Um, so um, this is not going to be anything different. They're going to struggle, second game on the road. Uh, and uh, I do believe Arizona comes out here um, wrapping up the numbers two seed. Um, and uh, quite nastily, they've wrapped up the division already. So um, I see Arizona winning this without a problem. All right, St. Louis goes to Seattle. Um, Seattle is one of the hottest teams in the NFL right now. Uh, Doug Baldwin scored a touchdown or two touchdowns in the last three games uh, or more. So somebody ought to check him. They they just should, I'm just saying. Um, and St. Louis, they look decent versus Tampa Bay, but that's Tampa Bay. Um, without Robert Quinn in the middle, to stop up that run, teams have been able to gas them on the ground. Um, Christian Michael might just do that, gash them up the middle, as long as he can hold on to the ball. <sighs> Todd Gurley, not a good game to play Todd Gurley. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Uh, I'm not going to give you any analysis other than pick Seattle in this game. Um you know, Lockett or Baldwin might score again. It's very possible. Um, and Seattle's a dangerous team right now. JT. If it was if it was uh, in St. Louis, I would say it would be a closer game. Uh, the Rams beat them um, in St. Louis. But it's in Seattle, and Seattle's a different team than when they first played the Rams. Uh, I see uh, Seattle winning this pretty easily. All right. 
last two games. And without ODB, I don't really think that the Giants stand much of a chance in this game um, versus Minnesota. But then I see that Adrian Peterson hasn't gone over 70 yards. <coughs> Excuse me. In the last three games, he's had knee issues. Um, granted, he's a little older and he, he gets a lot put on his shoulders. Um, I think he gets three touchdowns in this game. Not even joking. I think AP rushes all over the Giants. The Giants are not going to win this game. Uh, they don't stand a chance without ODB. In my Teddy Bridgewater put four touchdowns last night. All right. Eli does not have a good history against the uh, Minnesota Vikings. He has a horrible history against the Minnesota Vikings. And whether it's home in MetLife or in Minnesota. So I don't expect anything different than what um, I've seen in the past. Uh, I don't think the Giants are going to be too effective in this game. Uh, And... uh, and even though I may think it's going to be a close game, and I think that's because of the um, the um, the ability of the uh, offense on the Minnesota side, not the uh, ability of the defense of the Giants or the ability of the Giants' offense, especially minus ODB. Um, all I want you to do, remember one thing. I shouldn't remember one. I want you to do, people, if you're listening today, Tomorrow, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, I have a a a something that I want to uh, um, share with you that I got from a fellow um, FSP crew member uh, about ODP and his feelings about it. 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, I'm going to start to show off with it, uh, and then we're going to do our fantasy analysis, each matchup, uh, and the fantasy relevance going into your championship round. I'd like uh, Minnesota to win this game. All right. Last game on the docket. And, you know, Brock Osweiler has not played himself into a starting job, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. However, Gary Kubiak has decided to stick with him, even though Denver might not make the playoffs. Yes, I Got said no it. Got no they choice. Might, well... I'd put Peyton out there. I'd put him out. He's not healthy enough. He's missed practices. If he's missed practices, that means that uh, he's not completely healthy or healthy enough to to even go out there and practice. It can't be healthy enough to go out against a defense like the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, uh, I would stick with what I have. At least he's he's healthy and got a shot versus a Peyton Manning. Obviously, you see what Peyton Manning shows you when he's uh, not healthy. Um, who would you rather have, Peyton Manning throwing more interceptions than touchdowns or Brock Osweiler giving you a little bit more better of a chance to uh, uh, be more competitive uh, in the game? 
I would have Peyton because he gives me a threat of going deep. And Hillman is not the guy to run the rock for them. He's done okay, but not good enough. C.J. Anderson, he needs to be involved more, literally. He just can't be the third down back coming in the block or catching an occasional pass. What helped Denver versus Pittsburgh in the first half of that game was the fact that Brock was getting rid of the ball quickly. It wasn't, hey, let me read and read three, three. It was read one ball is gone. Then, excuse me, I apologize. Then Hillman had a little bit of room to run. Hillman fumbles the ball. Hillman is not, in my opinion, the, the running back they should have back there, whether it's Peyton or Oswaller. Um, again, the herky-jerkiness of Oswaller, I can't depend on him. I, I just can't right now. Even though he has all those weapons, I cannot depend on him to do a good job. Against Cincinnati, hmm, they're going to run the ball. Why? Because McCarron's is not going to win this game for, for Cincinnati. He is not. It's going to be Jeremy Hill left, Jeremy Hill right, Jeremy Hill up the middle. <coughs> sprinkle in, I apologize, sprinkle in some Giovanni Bernard. No Tyler Eifert um, and very little A.J. Green. Denver at home with that very good defense should win this game handily. I don't know if Bebe is going to get off or not. That's Demarius Thomas. I don't know if they're going to throw the ball to Vernon Davis because he looks like he has the dropsies. And he doesn't know, like, if he needs to run forward or backward. I don't know. Um, But Denver should win this game with A.J. McCarris at the quarterback position for Cincinnati because I believe Denver's defense can stop the run. I really do. But uh, we'll see what happens. What you got, J.T.? Let me ask you something before we. Uh, well, I'm gonna tell you right, right now. I like uh, um, um, Cincinnati to win this game. I, I really do. Um, it's playing in Denver. Yes, it is. Well, I, I have to change that against the number one defense, against two backup quarterbacks. Um, Osweiler going against Cincinnati, and, and Cincinnati uh, AJ McCarron going against uh, Denver's defense in Denver. I go with Denver in that. Um, You spoke of Vernon Davis. They moved him over here to get some, I guess, some better um, tight end play. Well, apparently, uh, he can't seem to hold on to the football. Does Vernon Davis, in your opinion, hang with the uh, Denver Denver Broncos? Denver Broncos? um, um, Next year? Past past this year. Yeah, next year. Or or is he done? I should is he done? I, I think he, he's with them next year. I really think so. Um, I think he's fighting for a spot, uh, meaning he's not going to get a big payday, not by a long shot. Um, but <clears throat> him versus Owen Daniels, I'm taking Vernon Davis. Um, again, has the he, best. Has he showed you enough for that? Uh, he has, but he's also dropped some balls because he's gotten open where Owens, Owen Daniels couldn't get open. 
Um, but he just isn't holding on to the ball. That's why Daniels has had more playtime as of late. However, I think you give him, you know, the off season to be with Osweiler or whoever's the quarterback going to be, and you'll see that uh, he'll be worth it. Quite honestly, I think so. Okay, I'm just, I'm, you know, I'm just, just, just pulling you and trying to get your answer because I think he's shot. Um, he's had uh, the, the drops I've seen him make were very easy, catchable balls, and no excuse for the the the, the um, um, balls he's dropped in crucial, very crucial situations, meaning game-changing situations. Uh, he's made some crucial drops, um, and not not difficult catches at all. Um, I think uh, I don't think he's shown enough in the time he's been there. Um, Obviously, if Owen Daniels is getting more playing time, they see more um, out of Owen Daniels than they see at Vernon Davis. Uh, I think uh, he's not with the um, Denver Broncos uh, once this year is over for him with the, with the Broncos. Can't see it. Okay. Well, it is what it is. That's just how, <clears throat> how we both see it differently. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to bring us to the end of our show. I'm over here dying. And uh, I got to get some more sleep, and my throat is killing me. So, with that being said, JT, pump up what you're going to pump up, and then we're going to get out of here, bro. All right, week 16 is in most people's uh, finals. I'm in two finals, three finals. No, two finals and a semi. Uh, I'm one in on five. Excuse me? I'm just saying Excuse I'm me? in five. Okay. I'm in okay, five. Well, you're in a lot more leagues than I am. Um I'm in uh, uh, one that I looks like I may get into the finals in the Yahoo, uh, pen, uh, barring any ca- catastrophic um, uh, issue. Um, I may be uh, uh, in the Yahoo final, which I predicted. I, I, both of those leagues, I told you, I get I get at least one of them, and it looks like I have oh, strong. I get in one of them. So it is what it is. Um, I'm in the final of another one that is going to be down to the wire. Tune in tomorrow. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m., uh, me, JT, the master, is going to break down week 17 in a lot of you fantasy championships um, and to see if we can uh, um, guarantee you that solid win. I'm going to try to give you a substitute for ODB. It's not going to be exact um, what you need from ODB, but hopefully it'll be close to that. Hockey uh, mix ain't doing nothing. No, no, I'm not talking about no damn hockey mix. Give me a break. Um, and then next week, it's week 17. Um, and in the coming weeks, I'm going to talk about uh, what's coming up, uh, what's going to be a some fantasy gold in different positions uh, going into next se- season and what you should look for. Uh, guys that look like uh, they're going to be a, uh, a steal in, in some rounds. Uh, I got to break down and look at a few things, and but I got some good ones for you That's in the coming weeks. Tune in. 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, the master plan. All right. And in a couple of weeks, we're going to review all of the master's picks for his <laughs> predictions for the season. And then we'll talk about my, my, uh, my IDPs as well. But definitely we're talking about the master's slated yeah, positions should. for everybody else. Yeah, yeah. One bad people, right. I'll tell you right now, Marco Murray's way off. <laughs> way off. For sure. 
Freely admit it. Way off. All right. With that being said, it's time to get out of here. Happy New Year, my friend. And tell mom I said hi again. Feel better. Feel better, man. I'm going to pass it to somebody. All right. Hopefully, hopefully, Azure is not around and you're going to pass it to her. Come on, man. Oh, no. No, no, no. I can't do that. We're out, people. (laughs) You want to talk back, you in the right place So take a step back before I get all up in your face I know you got to live, you know I got mine But there's like 50 other dudes holding on the phone line Your voice will be heard, sir Next caller, please And if I don't concur, we can agree to disagree We're talking Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18+. Plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Ah, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.